Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for choosing Chick-fil-A Navy Boulevard. This is Aaron Brown, and I just wanted to talk about it. Alright, if I'm honest with myself, the best part of Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement, was the parade scene when they're like singing and well not really singing but in the background you know breakaways playing by kelly clarkson it's a beautiful moment it's just it's so good all right so earlier today uh there was this this like cowbell type bull in the drive-thru and i kept hitting it and doing the george lopez and then at one point a lady came to the window and nick was like hey should we just start serenading every guest and I looked around the room, and I looked at her in the eyes and went, All right, guys, are we doing Lopez? And then I started doing the... And then all of drive through started going... And it was the most epic thing ever. And she was like, Yes! And she drove away. And it was so satisfying. And, you know, I just, I just really needed to talk about it. So I really want to talk about my mom really quick. Just, I need to talk about this somewhere, and where else am I going to talk about it but here? So my mom, ever since I was little, she's had these little things with me. Um, she calls me Smarty Butt, Smarty Britches, um, Sir George. I, I have never understood that, ever. Like, when I was a kid and I would... I don't know, like, go to take the last brownie. She'd be like, what do you think you're doing, Sir George? I don't know what that means. I don't know where she started that. I don't know what it's from. But my mom has always called me, not like my brother or my sister, just me, Sir George. And I don't understand it. Another thing my mom has always done is, let's say there's a pillow laying in the floor right before we go to bed. Or something as little as like a t-shirt. Or just something in our floor or in the living room floor. She always goes, hey, pick that up so you don't trip over it in the middle of the night. She has said that to me since the day I have been born. And you know how many times I have tripped in the middle of the night over a pillow? Never. I have never tripped over a pillow in the middle of the night. But she has told me... All these years, if I do not pick a pillow up out of the floor, I will trip and fall. I don't know what, like, what situation in her childhood has made her think this, but it's, I just, I don't understand. So, Mom, if you're obviously listening to this, I'm just kidding. My mom doesn't listen to my podcast. Um, I don't understand the, the pillow thing. I don't get it. I have never fallen, and I don't plan on starting now. Speaking of moms, um, <laughs> it's a weird way to lead into something. Um, I was out with my friend Elise the other day, and we were talking about the podcast, and she was like, yeah, I've only listened to, like, one. She's like, but my mom has listened to it. She's like, my mom has listened to all this podcast. And I think that's so wonderful, like, the amount of, like, just people that are listening to this, like, that I would never think. Like, I went to a uh, another Chick-fil-A um, across town by the mall the other night, and I walked in and, like... This girl was like, oh my gosh, like I was listening to your podcast the other night. And that just, I love this. I love that it's getting around and just everyone is hopping on board for this stupid little thing where I'm talking about like, 
you know, tripping over the pillow in the middle of the night. So if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for some reason caring about this nonsense. So uh, I went to Olive Garden with my friend the other night, right? And um, <laughs> there was this this waiter that kept coming by. It wasn't our waiter. He was just a guy that was working there. And at one point, the one girl was like, oh, my gosh, he's so cute. And Nick and I looked over and we're like, you should ask him for his phone number. You should ask him to go out with you. And she was like, no, I'm not doing that. And we're like, come on, what are the odds? Like, come on, let's do it. And she was like, no, 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 no. So she was like, not going to do it. And then when our waitress came over and gave us the bill, she pointed to the guy and said, hey, see that guy over there? Uh, Yeah, if you want to invite him to a movie with us that we're about to go to, because we're going to see Captain Marvel um, across the street. She's like, yeah, if uh, you want to invite him to the movie with us, that'd be cool. <laughs> and she was like, okay. So as we get up, she leaves her number on the receipt for this dude. And then in the middle of the movie, the guy texts her. And they've been texting for almost like, I don't know, what has it been, five days now? If they get married and like have like beautiful babies, I'm going to be so upset. Like, good job, but like at an Olive Garden... All right. So uh, the other night I was creating a logo for the new website that I'm creating. Um, that's not really what I'm here to talk about right now, but uh, more on that later. So I was creating the the logo for the website and I was just thinking about how I got to this point of like graphic design and like designing these kind of things. It's really funny how I got started like designing and like photoshopping things and everything like this. And I need to tell the story about my Colby shirt. So I have this shirt. It's my friend Colby and a turtle. It's a cartoon turtle sitting next to him. And that was the first ever, uh, I guess you could say, Photoshop I ever did. It was the first thing I ever like created and I was like proud of. Back in middle school and high school, we would do those, you know, like post where it was like the Avengers poster and then like our face cut out and you'll put over the things you know just for fun but like this was like the first time I did like something like good so I'm gonna tell the story of the turtle and Colby now I actually wasn't even here for this story it's just an inside joke among the group and I guess now all you guys so a few years back all my friends uh went on a mission trip to Guatemala and they were they were uh, in this truck. Everyone was in the back of the truck, in the truck bed, except for our friend Colby. He was in the front seat talking to their guide or driver or whatever it was. So the guys in the back, all they heard from Colby was something, something, something. So I'm a turtle molester. And all of them were like, What? So apparently in Mexico, if you like pick up a turtle, like move a turtle or something like that, you are considered a turtle molester. So Colby apparently picked up a turtle and they started calling him the turtle molester. So that was always the joke in high school. That was Colby's nickname in high school, literally. And uh, yeah, that's where the turtle and Colby thing came about. And that's how I got from making, you know, those stupid, you know, fake 
posters of, you know, my friends and I to, you know, the thumbnail you see on this podcast right now. So it's kind of funny how a a truck ride in Guatemala has now led to me, you know, designing all my own logos and stuff. It's really weird. So I posted to my spam account for the first time in a while. And this, I've had my spam account for a while now and have never talked about it or ever promoted it or nothing like that. I guess it's, you know, time to kind of get it out there. So Aaron Brown's spam account, <laughs> look it up on Instagram. My spam account was an idea I had back in high school during the captain's log. So basically, this was a time where all my friends had a main account on Snapchat and then, you know, a spam account or a Finsta, as people call it. So my spam account is not what you would think. It's not a regular Finsta where I just post like random crap. It is an actual Instagram account where all I post is pictures of spam, like the food spam. And that's it. And I only follow spam accounts on that account. It's kind of funny because I created it for that, but I kind of have a double meaning because like all my friends want me to follow their Finstas, but I don't want to follow their Finstas on my main account. So it kind of works out for everybody. So it's literally just me posting picture with and of spam. So if you're ever in the neighborhood, check out Aaron Brown's spam account on Instagram. All right, I need to tell a work story from the other day. And it made me very upset, so I just need to tell all of you about it. <laughs> so I was at work, I was bagging, as I normally do, and these guys come through. It's at like 8am, and they have five separate orders in the drive-thru, which is already like upsetting as it is, it's kind of annoying, but we do it, I mean it's no big deal. So the five dudes come through, and they have, you know, reasonably big orders. They're, they're you know, medium-sized orders. They get to the window, and they're like, hey, can we have a bag of mayo? Yeah. Okay. So I give them a bag of mayo. I walk out into the lobby and get a bag of mayo from out there because I don't want to waste the mayo in drive-thru. So I give them the bag of mayo. Hi, can we have another bag of mayo? Yeah. Here's another bag of mayo. All right, now, um, how about, can we just get a bag of Chick-fil-A sauce? What, what are you talking about? What, what, you got like, what is that, 10 biscuits there? That's literally all, because now we're at like eight minutes, this order has been on screen, and there's other guests in the drive-thru, but I digress. So I give them the Chick-fil-A sauce, and then these men have the audacity to ask me, if we just have an extra box of Chick-fil-A sauce lying around. An entire whole box just lying around. I was like, where do you think you are right now? Do you think you're at your grandma's house and you can just come in here and be like, oh yeah, grandma, do you have just extra milk or whatever you ask your grandma for just, you know, lying around? I don't think so. That's not... If you're If you're past the age of four... You should know you don't go to a business and like, hey, you got any extra food lying around? That's not how this works. After they left, it was kind of funny because uh, the girl that was in the window was like, wow, Aaron, that was the first time I've ever seen you ever near upset. It's funny. People always want to see me get mad or they want to see me yell or get upset. I think it's because, like I said in the last episode, I don't get upset often 
at work and I don't raise my voice and I don't get angry. So like when I do get like upset and angry, it's like amazing for them. I don't understand it, but you know. Speaking of bagging, a few weeks ago I was uh, bagging and a bee flew inside. A bee flew inside of the window and was just hanging around our bagging area. And this was in like the middle of rush. So um, I get a kid's cup and a kid's bag. I slide the bee into the cup uh, using the kid's bag, you know, as you would do like any other fly. And I bust through the back. I'm just running out the door holding this bee in a cup because like I need to get back to my area, but it's also a freaking bee. So I, I run through the back of the restaurant. I throw open the back door, throw the cup out of the door, slam the back door and wait for the wait uh, for the bee to leave because I need to go get the garbage I've just thrown on the ground. But I, just like I bust out the door. I'm like, ah! and there's a guest in the car just watching me do all this. He's watching me just freak out over this cup in a bag. And I look at the guy and I went, there's a bee in the cup. And he was just like, oh okay and then just drove away and i don't know sometimes i think about like the guest perception of us you know when they're just driving by like when they see me just in a drive-thru hitting a cup making the george lopez theme song like they they must think we're pretty weird or like the other day um there's this video on YouTube of one of the Tinder takeovers, and um, the one guy takes the one guy's, um, that's some good English right there, the one guy takes the one guy, anyway, um, the one guy takes the other guy's Tinder, and uh, slides into one girl's DM, and it was like, Hey boo-boo! <laughs> so whenever um, I handed a girl the drink in the window the other day i went here's your drink boo 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 and the guest in the window saw the whole exchange and was just busting out laughing and i don't know it just pleases me when like guests are weirder than i am you know back when i was still like a red shirt you know like the lowest lowest grade on the totem pole me and my friend bella would used to do crap like that uh, I remember one day specifically, she was outside taking orders, and <laughs> I took both headsets and put them up to my phone, turned on both of the talking speakers, like, outside, and started playing the me theme music on loop. You know, the... Because she hated that so much... And she couldn't do anything about it, and it was just playing on continuous loop for, like, ten minutes until a guest came, and then I turned it off, and then I turned it back on, and it was, I don't know. We always love messing with each other like that. She tried to set me up with her best friend once. Uh, her big sales pitch was, hey, she's really pretty, but really stupid, but she's really fun. And that was her big pitch to me. That was, I just needed to discuss it again, because that's not how you sell somebody. I need to talk about my friend Bella's wedding. So this is the grand wedding story. This is one of my better stories. I tell it a lot because it's just, it's ridiculous. It's nuts. So um, about a year ago, my friend Bella was getting married. So at the time, there was this girl that worked in the back. 
and she had this righteous crush on me. <laughs> I wasn't really into it, um, but she was really into me, so I just kind of went with it. So she was always trying to like hang out with me or you know go on a date or something, and again, I wasn't really into it. And then one day she texted me and was like, hey, um, I don't want to go all the way to Milton for this wedding by myself. Do you want to go together? Like, just right out there together. Now, the way she pr- pitched it to me, it wasn't like a date, even though that's what she told everyone it was. I I didn't think anything of it. So that's on me. So anyway, that was like three weeks before. A week before she texted me and was like, hey, um... So we're riding out to the wedding together, and I just want to let you know about my car. It's been making some really weird sounds lately, and I just want to warn you before I go, like, I'm just, I am just want to apologize in advance. And I'm just like, yeah, man, like, it's no big deal. Like, I've been in some shady cars before, so this ain't my first rodeo. So it's the day of the wedding. I'm in my blazer, my classic Aaron Brown, you know, blazer, got my uh, my black t-shirt on, looking nice. I have a wedding gift. It's got an Elmo sticker on it. I'm giving you more detail than you needed. I get in the car, and she was like, hey, um, the sound in my car is getting worse. And she points to the right tire and is like, yeah, it's it's been it's been making a lot of weird noises. So she starts to drive, and it's kind of like, wa-boom, 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 wa-boom. And it's kind of like disconcerting, but she was claiming it was normal. So I just kind of went with it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we start driving down the road. Uh, we get to around where the mall is before we go over the bridge to Milton. And she tells me a story that she probably should have told me long before. She goes, uh, so yeah, this, this actually happened. The same sound was happening about a month ago on the other side. I was driving up and, uh, I was driving in Foley and the left tire on the front side was doing this. And the tire freaking flew off while I was driving. And I was like, dude, that's insane. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine driving down the road and a tire flying off the car. Like, that's crazy. So, it's like two more minutes. And the tire is just sounding awful. It's just getting wa-boom, wa-boom, wa-boom. And I was like, all right, just pull over. Uh, I think you have a flat. I'll go look at it. You know, I can, I can, I've done a flat tire before. I can, I can, you know, figure out my way around this. So I get out. um, I look at the tire and the tire is like leaning. Now, again, I should have probably red flags all around. The tire is like, like leaning in a little bit. But when I got in the car, it was already like that. And we already made it this far. So I was like, yeah, your tire is leaning I guess just keep going. That was a bad idea. Like, bad idea, past Aaron. You are an idiot. So, um, so we literally start driving, and it's like, we're driving for probably 20 seconds at 40 miles per hour, and I look out the window, I look at the passenger window, and the tire is rolling next to the car. I am watching it roll next to me. It launches off of the curb and goes into the woods, and we skid to a stop. I look over at her, and I'm just in amazement of what just happened. And she's embarrassed, and I'm just like, wow, this is going to be a crazy story someday. And here we are. So she she calls her you know, family, is like, you'll never guess what happened again. Instead of like calling AAA or someone, you know, like the police or something, 
the actual police, not like sting and stuff. And we're sitting there by the road. So she's calling all these people. Um, she calls a friend. Again, she has AAA, but instead of calling AAA, she calls a friend who lives in Milton and is like, hey, you should come and like, uh, help us out here. Because he is a big truck or something like that. I don't really know. I wasn't really paying attention. I was kind of wigged out. Because I was going to be late to the wedding. My best friend's wedding. So we're sitting there by the side of the road. And this homeless guy comes up. On a bike. And looks at me and goes, hey, like, are you guys alright? And I was like, uh, yes, sir. Like, the tire the tire flo- flew off. And the guy thought we just had a flat. Again, he and I were on the same page with this flat tire thing. He looks over and was like, oh, oh no, like your tire's gone. I was like, yeah, man, it's gone. So he's like, yeah, I would, I would sit here and help you, but uh, I got a bunch of weed on me and the popo is going to be here any minute. And I looked at him and went, Godspeed, man. I literally said that to him and he, he rode away on his bike. So at this point, uh, this girl is really worried about her car. I'm more worried about going to the wedding. So I call up my friend Jason because I know that he lives around there. So I call my friend Jason. It's like, hey, man, like you never guess what happened. The tire flew off the car and we need to get to the wedding. He's also on the, his way to the wedding. And he goes, okay, me and Kayla are at the Coles uh, buying a wedding gift. We could probably come swing by and get you. We'll be there as soon as possible. So I said, okay. So then just by happenstance, I also tried to call his roommate, Kevin, because he's also going to the wedding and also is very close by. I call Kevin, no answer. I'm like, all right. So we wait there by the road. Jason comes. And again, we're all just sitting there like, what do we do? We Like this car is just, it's missing a tire. We can't tow it. We can't do anything until, you know, something until we call like AAA or something. But... The wedding starts very soon. It probably starts in like 10 minutes at this point. And we're still like 25 minutes away. So that friend that she called in Milton gets over there in a truck. And we're like, hey, can like this guy just like wait with your car? And we just book it all the way to this farm in Milton. So this guy is like, all right, I'll just wait here with your car. Again, so weird. So we get in the car with Jason and Kayla. And we are flying down the road at like 90 miles per hour. I call up our friend Ronald, who is already there taking pictures. I said, Ronald, stall the wedding. Do whatever you need to. We're already, we're on our way. And Ronald is like, hey, man, like, they're late too, so don't worry about it. Just get here where you can. So we're like, all right. So we're flying down the road at 90 miles per hour. We get to the wedding. We get out of the car, and there's this dude chilling out in his car. And we come to uh, come to the car, and he gets out, and he's like, hey, like, uh, how do you know the bride and groom? We're like, oh, we all work with, uh, we all work with Bella. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm actually her brother. And, uh, I got like tequila and stuff in the back if y'all want a party. And we're like, uh, not right now, man. Uh, we kind of have a wedding to get to, you know, your sister's wedding. So we'll, uh, we'll catch you after. So we start to go into the wedding and it's on this farm and there's geese and chickens everywhere. They're just everywhere. So because I'm you know, not much older than 12, I start chasing this goose around because I think it's funny. But then this goose starts getting louder and louder. And for some reason, I keep chasing it. And then I find out I'm chasing the goose right in the middle of the wedding ceremony. They've already started. 
And this wedding planner lady is like, go, go, no. So I immediately stop chasing this goose, but this goose is already riled up. I have pissed this goose off. And it's in the middle of the wedding. And then this wedding planner lady is now chasing this goose off. And he's freaking out in the middle of the wedding ceremony. So we made it in time for the wedding ceremony, obviously, because I have just now interrupted it. Uh, We get there for the vows. They say that everything, it's beautiful. It's great. And then, uh, after all that, we take some pictures. And then finally, after all of that, Kevin shows up. After the wedding's already over and everything like that, he shows up and is like, oh, hey guys. So, he just showed up. But after everything already happened, I digress. I just needed to put that detail in there. Um, so we were going to go see a movie after this. We were going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. It had just come out. And this girl was still with us. So we're like, yo, we got a, we got this movie happening. We're going to get food before. But what about our car? So the most logical thing we did is we dropped her off on the side of the road with her car and went on to see the movie. She did not talk to me after that. Probably not my best plan to let a girl down easy, but you know. I wanted to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was a pretty good movie. I remember one time, Belle and I were out driving, and this car passed by, and it was a Mini Cooper, but it had, like, British plates on it. Like, it was, like, one of those, like, long yellow ones. And the plate read, Checkmate. And above that was a Grover. Yes, Grover from Sesame Street. Not Grover Robinson, not the mayor, which I found out that's our mayor's name today. That's why I know that detail. Uh, It was Grover from Sesame Street, strung up like he was being crucified on the back of this car, and underneath the license plate said checkmate. I don't understand it, but I respect it. In high school, I used to tell people I was a former kid's Gap model. I don't know why I did that. It just always really caught people off guard and they believed it, so I thought it was funny. I wasn't a former Gap Kids model. So, if you fell for that, sorry. It was funny, in high school and up until recently, I did finger guns a lot. You know, the... I did it to one girl one day at high school, and she looked at me and goes, Oh, so you're one of those guys. And for the life of me, I still have no idea what she meant by that. Like, what kind of guys? Finger gun guys? I don't... Is that a thing? So on Christmas Eve this year, I went back to my old church. And whenever I go back there, I kind of act like it's still kind of season four, even though I left in season six, and, you know, all these characters in like season 13 now. That's the best description I can give of that. So, um, yeah. After service, uh, I was really hungry, obviously. I'm always hungry. And I find this room, and it's full of snacks, and it's full of all this food. And I was like, yes. So I walk into this room, and I start just eating all of this food that I don't know what it's for, but it's there. And I'm Aaron Brown, and that doesn't matter to these season 13 people, but in season 4, this would have been amazing. So I start eating all this holiday food, 
And this random lady grabs me by the, by the shoulder and was like, all right, volunteers. And I was like, oh, boy. And she goes, I need you to clean up the sanctuary before the next service. And I was like, yes, I am a volunteer. This is something I signed up for. So I took my plate of food and gave it to a girl and said, Tompkins, watch my food. That was her name. And um, I went into the sanctuary and cleaned it up because I was a volunteer, obviously. And I came back and ate the rest of my food. If that's not the most Aaron Brown thing I could have done in that situation, I don't know what is. Just go to some random church and eat all their holiday food because why not? All right. And to close out this episode, Ashley or Amanda, depends on who you're asking. So a year ago, um, we went to my friend Corey's house a lot. And Corey lived right on the other side of this little, I want to say just corner store. It was a sandwich shop. They had drinks and stuff like that. Anyway, we went there a lot and got sodas and stuff like that because it was just right around the corner. So there was this really cute girl that worked at the counter, and we kept talking about, like, oh, what, what do we think her name is? And we're like, yeah, her name's probably Ashley, something with an A. Uh, but not regular Ashley, like uh, with the uh, L-E-Y or whatever. It's more of a L-I-G-H Ashley. Anyway, so one night uh, we find out her name is Amanda. Yes, we guessed correctly. Not really, because Ashley and Amanda are different names. Um, so as we're walking out, she was like, hey, and we're like, yeah. And she goes, are any of you guys in high school? And we're like, um, no. I was like, I just, I just graduated. And she was like, ah, I was just wondering because, uh, I was talking to my, I was talking to my friend and she was saying that, uh, if you go with someone in high school, you can still go to prom. And we were like, what? And she goes, well, actually, I went to Tate, but I got kicked out my junior year, so I never got to go to prom. So I'm just trying to figure out who I can go with. She's like, I'll probably go with my friend's little brother, you know, go spice uh, spice their, uh, their punch and stuff. And we're like, what's happening right now? And she was like, but it's okay. So we leave. And we're all pretty sure this girl wanted one of us to ask her to the prom at Tate High School. But the story left more questions than answers. Like, Amanda, how did you get kicked out of Tate in your junior year? What'd you have to do? Honestly. And, like, why why are you trying to, like, spice the punch up at this random high school prom? I don't... You're better than this, honey. We can do this together. Just stay strong. Anyway, that's all I got for now. I'm Aaron Brown. And, uh, yeah, you're not.